Welcome to Potluck, your Weed Sommelier podcast. My name is Liz, and I am your host and Weed Sommelier. I review strains, recommend things to munch on, and talk to guests about their history with weed. I've been a consumer for eight years, and I am located in southern Maine, where it's legal medically and recreationally. Um, today, I am sitting in Joe's kitchen with Joe of Tinder. How's it going? Uh, good. It's going good. Yeah. Um, how long have you been a weed consumer, and what are your weed credentials? Yeah. Oh, man. I've been... Smoking for uh, gotta be like 14 years, I think. How old are you now? I'm 26. 26, okay, all right. Um, all right, let's see. Uh, did you have any weed credentials you'd like to share? Um, yeah, I'm uh, I'm pretty good at making edibles. Oh, yeah, you want to elaborate? Yeah, so um, uh, yeah, so I work as a chef and I um, uh, I'm working on like a um like a private chef business where I make uh, edibles, kind of like, um, sort of like fine dining, like infused fine dining. I had completely mm-hmm. forgotten we talked a little bit about that earlier, and I'm, I'm super excited, and I have more questions to, mm-hmm. to ask you, so that's nice. Um, would you like to know about this week's strain? Uh, yeah, absolutely. All right, this week we are going to imbibe Night Terror OG. This was procured from Cureleaf in Wells, for I want to say a pretty low price of like thirty five for um, let's see I want to say like an eighth of an ounce something along those lines it was it was a relatively good price I'm excited to try it my brother said he enjoyed it um, yeah all right we'll review it more later um, mm-hmm. let's talk about the munchy moment for the week what do you like to snack on when you have the munchies um uh, lately it's been uh, mac and cheese yeah are we talking craft dinner or uh, usually like homemade, sometimes craft, depending on how high I am. <laughs> do, you, do you mean that the more high you get, the more you want to make your own shit, or the more likely it is that you're going to have, you know, craft food box? Uh, usually, yeah. It's usually the higher I am, the more likely I am to make craft. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I recall in college where our stove didn't work for some reason, so we, my sister and I, I think, wet the noodles and then started eating them um, because, like, we forgot the stove wouldn't work. We put the fucking water in there and put the noodles in first because we were fucking... We didn't realize you were supposed to wait until the water was boiling to put the noodles in, um, yeah. which is like a rookie mistake, or so I've been told. Um, and then we just started eating the wet pasta, like a, like crackers or something. It was it was kind of good. I don't recall what we did with the cheese powder, but... Um, <laughs> man. I, I wonder if, like, uh, if you could use that cheese powder for something else culinarily. Like, if you were in Chopped. Or something like that like you have to oh use yeah it. probably I yeah probably figure out something to do with that yeah. um mm-hmm. so the munchy moment for this week is going to be cantaloupe i am a big fan of cantaloupe or i have been previously that's what my mom would make for us for a snack in the summer um just fucking whole ass pieces of cantaloupe um it's delightful i enjoy i enjoy it in a drink i enjoy it you know the rare asian flavored candies that i managed to find uh Cantaloupe, I believe, is an unsung hero of the um, fruit salad. All right. Um, you've never been on the show before, and you, you said you haven't listened to an episode yet, but uh, do, you, do you want to know what time it is? Yeah. Are you ready yeah. to do some weed? I'm ready. My name is Kelly Gilbert. My weed word is couch locked. The definition is zooted to the point where you physically and mentally can't get off the couch. Usage. That edible had me couch locked, and it ruined the sesh.
hello we are back this is part two of the interview with joe at joe's house not this is joe with an e not without the e but i interviewed someone named joe at, like at this point it's the last episode we released um let's talk about the weed how are you feeling um it's good I, i'm definitely feeling it it's uh it's kind of a kind of a head high i was gonna call it a face high but i, I definitely uh, agree yeah, with you I, yeah it's definitely in the face yeah would you would you consider your this is this is completely off topic but do you think your head is a limb like when some like like your arms and legs are limb but like is your head a limb oh that's a good question yeah uh, is your neck not the thigh of your head uh, definitely the thigh of the head all right so. this is your uh <laughs> oh, this is some good weed i guess if i'm having thoughts like this this early um we smoked a little bit um, I, I was kind of excited for this weed looking at it under a microscope. I spotted not only like the, the heads on the trichomes, which I'm going to have to fucking draw a picture of, um, at some point to or post on the Instagram or find some, some kind of, you know, proof that it exists, but the heads were kind of like elongated, like couch shaped almost, um, which I'm, I'm taking that means there's a lot of THC in this bad boy. Um, yeah, these nugs weren't so bad. They were a little bit bigger than my thumbnail, kind of Christmas tree shaped. One of them was flat, the other was quite small. Um, they both they both smoke like weed. I, I enjoy it. Um, did you notice any particular flavors in this bad boy? Not to put you on the spot, but I do have notes. Um, yeah, it was, um, it was a little soapy, almost. Um, uh, it was almost kind of like dirt. Like dirt, yeah. Yeah. Don't, I can don't particularly enjoy the flavor of this one. Kind of, kind of earthy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you said super earthy. It wasn't yeah. your favorite. Um, I'll, yeah, along that no, uh, line of thinking, I think I called it like a vacuum cleaner bag. Like it kind of tasted yeah, like yeah, that, but not, you know, not in the worst of ways. Um, there were some notes of fruit and citrus, like a candied lemon peel. It was on the sweeter side. I think we both agreed on that. Um, yeah, it was floral. I feels like a powerful weed so perhaps consider this special occasion weed like uh when you wake up and your box says you don't have to come in early and you fucking just smoke weed and go back to bed that kind of celebration weed um all right with the review portion of the showdown let's get on to blowing smoke the interview portion um what was your first experience with weed joe uh first experience with weed i was uh i was 12 years old uh a buddy of mine uh, acquired some weed. I don't know where he got it, but um, and he went and uh, we uh, borrowed a pipe from his brother, and we went and smoked in the woods. And I didn't get high at all. I love so, a lot of people say that their first time. Wait, how old was your friend if you were twelve? Yeah, uh, he was twelve too. Yeah. Where did you, where did you see this? Like on on TV? Like how did what? What made you uh, want to I smoke weed? I have no idea. I had never seen weed before. Mm -hmm. He just he had it one day, and was like, "We're gonna smoke this." Did he say mm. where he got it? No. What? What twelve-year-old has <laughs> I weed? Know, right? that's, that's kind of a wild thing. I think yeah. you're you you met a not a changeling. That's not the right word. I think you met like a a forest spirit of some sort yeah. that convinced you to party in the woods. <laughs> Alright, um, do you have a preference for how you consume it? We spoke a little bit earlier about you, you know, generally yeah, preferring I, um, joints. Yeah, I mainly smoke joints nowadays. Uh, I used to be a pretty big bong guy. But, yeah, mostly joints. Yeah. yeah. Do you enjoy rolling joints? Uh, I do, yeah. I love rolling joints. Would you say you're particularly good at it? I'm pretty good at it. I'm not, like, amazing or anything. Yeah. But, how quickly yeah. do you think you can roll a joint? Uh, 
30 seconds, maybe maybe quicker. Oh, wow. That's... I wish I I knew someone that could roll joints in 30 seconds when I did that fucking smoke-off with uh, all those different rolling papers back in season (laughs) two. Um, Yeah. Um, So what do you do for a living? Um, Yeah, I'm a uh, a chef at a uh, a brewery. Um, Yeah, I, I get paid to burn myself for 12 hours every day. It's uh, pretty lit. Yo, when you put it like that, um, ignore the beer being up into the background. Um, so what, so you said you were a private chef, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So what does that entail? Like what are your, what's your day like from start to finish on, you know, an average um, day? Yeah. Yeah. So I do, uh, yeah, I do private chef work on the side and, uh, basically, um, I will, um, when I'm, uh, on days when I do that, I'll be, uh, I'll usually start my day by, like, making a menu, and then, uh, yeah, there's a lot of grocery shopping involved, and then preparing everything. It's usually, like, five courses. What kind of ingredients that. do you like to work with? Uh, it depends on what the customer wants. Uh, I like to work with seafood. Yeah. Uh, I've worked in a lot of, uh, restaurants in, like, the Portland area, on, mm-hmm. like, on the water, so, like, super well-versed in seafood. Uh, working in a restaurant, how fresh would you say the seafood was? I watch a lot of Hell's Kitchen. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with the show, but Gordon Ramsay oh, yeah. finds a lot of shit, especially like frozen food that's marketed as fresh, especially when it comes to fish, and a lot of mm-hmm. people can tell. Um, so, how fresh would you say the fish, like the ingredients you worked with, were? Yeah, um, usually uh, super fresh uh, around, uh, especially around Portland. Mm-hmm. Would, um, would get a lot of like, uh, if we got like crabs and lobsters and stuff, usually like always still alive. Oh wow! When they got to the restaurant, yeah, yeah. How do you how did you dispatch them? Uh, if you don't like, I know that's kind of a weird thing to say, but like yeah, I know um, there are a couple different methods. Yeah, usually with lobster, you just toss them in boiling water for ten minutes. Uh, yeah. I was hoping yeah. you would say something about like putting the tip of the knife through the skull and then cutting the head sure. in half. Oh, we do that with crab. Yeah, oh yeah, you gotta clean the crab out. And, yeah. yeah. What? How would you? What kind of recipes did you work with? Like, what did you make with the the seafood? Um, did you was there something you particularly enjoyed? All kinds of stuff. Uh, so my favorite was uh, we would do this uh, pretzel crusted halibut. Holy shit! With like a um, we'd goodness. do like a mustard beurre blanc, just like a butter wine sauce. That sounds fucking incredible. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Do you uh, make that stuff for yourself at home, or is that? Oh, more absolutely. Of, yeah. yeah. I do. I just do that stuff for fun. Like, yeah. yeah. Do you have a favorite season to work with when it comes to ingredients? Uh, yeah, definitely, uh, definitely summertime, mm-hmm. or, or, like, the fall. I uh, can't really do anything in the winter, like, seasonal, like, vegetables around here and stuff. There's, yeah. like, nothing besides beets. Uh, <laughs> yeah. A lot of good stuff in the summer, though. Yeah, I, I don't know, I live between a couple of farm stands, and, uh, I'm, I'm gonna really miss all the fresh produce when it comes to fucking driving down the road. I'm like, oh, I oh, feel yeah, like a definitely. blueberry. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. What are some ingredients you enjoy working with, like, on the reg? Um, oh man, oh, there's so much. Um, First one that comes to your head. Mussels. Mussels. So how would you, how would you cook a mussel? Uh, usually, uh, like, the most basic way I do it is, uh, white wine and butter. Do you boil it in there? I steam them. Steam them, okay. Yeah, so I'd start them in a pan, heat them up a little bit, then I'd add the white wine and the butter and throw another pan on top and they steam. Oh, you throw another pan on top, not the lid. No, not the lid. Like a like a saute pan, and then just throw another pan. Ah, uh, okay. There. I'm just yeah. Keeps med- all keeps all the steam in. I wonder yeah. if you could cook something like that, where you just stack the pots on top of each other. Maybe <laughs> science will come that way. 
you know, in the future and I can fucking make a billion pizzas on my stove while also making fucking hot chocolate or ramen or whatever. Um, this is some, this is some strong weed. Uh, moving back to the weed, um, we focused on your career a little bit. Um, oh, actually, so yesterday I, I kind of wish I had made the munch something else, but I'll talk about this in another episode. I made ravioli with weed olive oil. Um, like I, I worked it into the dough. Um, I think the olive oil was probably a little old, but I think like with weed olive oil, I had to, I'd made it into brownies before, um, but I feel like you know, number one, it was olive oil and brownies. It wasn't, you know, the best taste. It, I, I feel like I cooked it too high though, the olive oil, and it didn't like interact with the, like as opposed to decarbing or activating or whatever with the heat, it just kind of disappeared. Um, so the ravioli, I, I felt a buzz off of, but how would you use uh, like uh, concentrates such as that? And like, is there a dish you could think of? Um, yeah, I'd, um, I'd probably do like mostly desserts. Yeah. With that, I, I like the flavor of most like concentrates. I'd probably do like a, probably something citrusy, like a tart or something. Yeah. Or maybe like figure out how to work it into an ice cream or something. I, I don't have you ever watched um, Iron Chef America by any chance? I don't think so. No. There was a, a, a bit that was pretty famous where um, I think Chef Morimoto made salmon ice cream because the secret ingredient mm -hmm. was salmon. Yeah. Is that something you could see any of the restaurants where you worked making? I mean, it is. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh yes. Like uh, what what were some specialty dishes that you cooked? Um. If you, if you can talk about those, you don't yeah, have to yeah. say where you worked. Um. Yeah, so there was the the halibut one I mentioned. Um, I've done like I've worked in a lot of Italian places, mm -hmm. so like um, we do like like venison bolognese and stuff Ooh. like that. Yeah. Uh, so how um, what kind of dessert would you incorporate like a can of butter into? Uh, a can of butter, uh, straight up brownies. Some, yeah. Something with brownies. Yeah. How do you like your brownies? Some, uh, there's like cakey versus like fudgy. Oh, I like them fudgy. Yeah, yeah, I, there's just something about being able to eat brownies with a spoon that's, uh, such a, such yeah, a, it's a, a... Yeah, it's a texture thing. Exactly. Texture's important. Yeah. Um, so if you had, if you were on, I watch a lot of MasterChef, and I apologize for treating you like you're oh, on MasterChef, yeah. but what are some, like, if you could make anything with like the top top ingredients is there a dish you would most particularly like to try doing assuming you had like the fucking the freshest carrots or like the mm -hmm. the most floppiest halibut or something along those lines mm -hmm. okay yeah um if i had like top ingredients um uh, this is a dish i saw another uh, like a michelin star chef do i would take a um like a tuna steak uh, a raw tuna steak and i would cut it into like udon noodles and then, uh, yeah, I'd do like a like a soy chili sauce or something on that. Would you keep With it like raw? wasabi? Yeah, I'd keep it raw. Yeah, Ooh. it's like uh, like sushi but like pasta almost. That sounds really yeah. good. Um, there, uh, are you? Do you know who Binging with Babish is? By oh, of course. Okay, I yeah. love Binging with Babish. Me too. There's a he makes uh, meat getty and spag balls, and that's what Got I thought of one, when yeah. you mentioned the. <laughs> uh, it's kind of like fish that. Yeah, pasta. But it's tuna. Yeah. What would you pair with something like that? Is there another like a like a side dish you could think of that would pair well, or like a complimentary dessert? Yeah, yeah. Uh, for like a dessert, I'd, uh, it sounds insane, but I'd probably do like a wasabi and ginger ice cream. 
I could see a ginger ice cream. Or like really I would, well. I'd probably uh, like ferment ginger and honey, and then, yeah, like a fermented honey ginger and wasabi ice cream. That sounds pretty cool. Um, I I'm gonna go to Japan at some point in my life because my one of my best friends lives over there now, uh, working with the Navy. But I I'm so excited to be a food tourist. Like I know a lot of people go places, but the only place I want to go is from from one restaurant to another yeah. restaurant. Yeah. Um, what are some things you would like, if you if you were if you were super stoned, you could have anything to munch on right now. What would you choose? Yeah, uh, well, you mentioned Japan and those uh, like super jiggly cheesecakes that they yes. do that have like eight hundred egg whites in them. Yeah, like, the rice cooker cheesecakes. Yeah, I could go for one of those right now for sure. Apparently, they make those <laughs> in New York also. Um, which, uh, when yeah. I which when I lived in Tennessee, I thought you know I'd definitely drive from you know Maine to New York. For cheesecake and I'm like fuck no it's like a three hour drive four hour drive there's no way I'd do that but I follow your dreams I'm sure you can make it some way at home yeah I'm sure the internet's broken it down uh, so far have you ever seen Bon Appetit like are you familiar with other YouTube cooking yeah shows? yeah definitely how did you how did you get into cooking um uh, so basically uh like right when I got out of high school I started working in like crappy chain restaurants mm -hmm. and then eventually I just kind of like fell in love with cooking and then yeah yeah, from there I uh, went in, like, I staged at a bunch of fine dining restaurants. Staged? Yeah, it's like, um, it's almost like an unpaid internship. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, it's really common in, like, the fine dining world. Ah, uh, I see. Uh, it's to kind of, like, see if you can handle it, but it's a good way to, like, learn stuff when you didn't go to culinary school. Yeah. And Are there any, um, not tips, I would say, uh, just recommendations you could make for home chefs that want to like you know make improvements in their cooking like what what are some like maybe that's maybe too too vague of a question but when you started cooking what are some things you wish you knew i guess i could i could phrase it like that um i, w I wish i had a uh, better knife skills <laughs> when i first started yeah yeah that's uh yeah missing a couple fingertips oh really yeah, yeah really yeah holy cow <laughs> how did you how did you fillet that uh, i was uh, i was actually filleting a fish wasn't really paying attention it was at work middle of the dinner rush and uh Rough. yeah took my fingertip right off did they yeah. have to call an ambulance or uh no i i drove to the hospital i um, yep, that's... i kind of threw a towel over it didn't realize my finger was gone mm -hmm. and probably would have called an ambulance if i realized i had actually cut it off but, yeah, yeah there was a Oh, the master chef so fucking often but one time gordon ramsay like someone fainted because they they cut their finger and then gordon went over to the slicer and like took a knife or something and grabbed the piece of skin that had been cut off like this is your fucking finger <laughs> she just cut her finger off and i'm like gross i'm glad no i'm glad no one ate that though um do you have some yeah. any stories you'd like to share from working in a kitchen anything particularly wild um yeah, but besides the one where I just told you I cut my finger off, uh, that's probably the wildest story I have. Yeah, mm -hmm. nothing, nothing too crazy. Just a lot of work in fourteen-hour shifts. And, yeah. And well, where would you like food-wise? Are there any places you would like to visit? You know, to do food tours and stuff, and learn how to do, um, like like go go to a country and learn how to make your kind of dishes and how they cook. Is there a place you would want to go? Yeah. Uh, most uh most like asian countries like the food over there just like fascinates me mm -hmm. i don't have a lot of experience cooking that stuff either so like yeah like thailand uh indonesia like stuff like that i yeah. 
I agree. I want to learn how to make a really good curry, but if you go to India and ask for curry, mm-hmm. it's like yeah. it's it's nothing. Like, well, uh, it's uh, uh, Europeans invented curry, I would say. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So moving back to the weed, what is the most fun you've had while stoned? Oh man, the most fun I've had while stoned, uh, definitely. Um, uh, used to um, used to play in a couple bands around Portland and just like uh, getting high and uh, yeah jamming with the band. It's always like the best time. What do you play? Uh, guitar and bass mostly. A uh, little bit of saxophone. Oh yeah, what kind yeah. of saxophone? Uh, mostly alto. Uh, if I had a tenor, I'd play tenor. Same. Yeah. I played bass clarinet for a number of years, and then I played contra okay. bass clarinet. Yeah. Now I those are wicked hard to find. It's much easier to find like a saxophone. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I still I can't I can't justify three thousand dollars on a piece of metal. Ah, That's yeah, not gonna get me to work. Very expensive. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, what do you like to do while stoned generally? It sounds like cooking might be you know the yeah, answer. Yeah. So uh, yeah, cooking, um, uh, playing guitar definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, excuse me. Uh, writing music. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, I play a lot of Magic when I'm high too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, any other nerd games? Uh, mostly just magic nowadays. I uh, used to used to play a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh, like Dungeons and Dragons. Um, play a lot of like video games, like Halo and Borderlands and stuff. I I have been trying so hard to find a D and D group up here. Like it's really like I, I theoretically found a DM, but he hasn't DM'd before, and like I just want to play a one shot where I'm a fucking you know detective wizard. Like yeah, how yeah. I want to be. <laughs> What's his face? The uh, Harry Dresden from the Dresden Files, oh, but yeah. D. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, all right. Well, do you have any stories you would like to share involving weed? Involving oh, weed, man, I got a million. Um, Can you think of any? Yeah, right now? Uh, the first one that comes to mind. Uh, I was like, I was probably sixteen. I was in high school, uh, smoking with a friend and like a bunch of other people I didn't really know. Uh, I just remember thinking it was the first time I had ever thought like, man, I am way too high, and then. I woke up on the floor with everybody around me. Mm-hmm. It was like, uh, yeah, I like, hit my head and stuff. Everybody thought I had died for a second. It was, uh, uh, what it was were pretty you anticlimactic, but uh, I have no idea. Um, was it weed? It was, weed. It was definitely weed, okay. yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. Just clarifying that. <laughs> it was um, weed, yeah. Someone asked me if I knew where I could get a rock on <sighs> Tinder. Um, <laughs> like, they, like, the third or fourth picture on my profile is me smoking weed out of a kazoo. Um, and he's like, oh, what is that, a rock? And I'm like, it's weed. And he's like, oh, no. And then uh, he said, ha, ha, ha. And then said, I'm just up here looking for some. And then I'm just, I, I think I blocked him, but like, yeah. wild. That's a wild thing to use Tinder for. And yeah, I know I'm right. fucking like, pot calling the kettle of pot. <laughs> um, yeah. So we, we spoke about this earlier a little bit. Um, we have a segment on the show called Weed Word of the Week. Do you have a weed word that you would like to share? You got nothing? I got nothing. Uh, well, this has never happened before. Um, do you have any, like, chef terms you want to share? Chef terms? Yeah, I'll I'll allow that. Oh, man. Uh. Maybe, maybe some knife cuts or a style of cutting (laughs) something. Some knife cuts, Yeah. Um, yeah, so when you're cutting stuff into ribbons, like herbs, uh, usually basil, uh, it's called a chiffonade. A chiffonade? it's, It's, like, a really specific, uh specific technique where you um you stack the leaves and you kind of roll them up like a blunt 
and then <laughs> yeah. That's a for a yeah. chef term. That's the fucking yeah, most yeah. the the most fitting one you probably could have yeah. picked. I um, yeah, I'd totally do that with like uh, like pot leaves too, and try to like garnish a dish with it or something. Really? Yeah. I wonder if you could like how would you use the leaf like culinarily? Like I I like to be able to eat yeah. garnishes. I, yeah, I would um. Yeah, I'd probably um. Definitely use it as a garnish. I'd probably slice it real thin so the flavor's not, like, super strong. Mm -hmm. uh, I might roast it. How, like, in the oven? Yeah, in the oven. Interesting. Yeah. I On, like, low heat. Yeah, so it bring, gets crispy. Bring some of the flavor out. Yeah, so it gets crispy, too. And I could probably, like, crumble it or something. Yeah, that was that was my next thought. I think my the first thing I jumped to was deep frying it because in Japan they have a, a, a treat of fried maple leaves. Mm -hmm. as like, a, a seasonal delight. And I thought that sounded pretty cool, but, you know, with marijuana, you could be like, huh, I'm eating weed. Like, yeah. I, like I thought I had to yeah. to get high when I was a kid. <laughs> um, the next thought I think I had was uh, probably candying it. Something uh, I was just going to say I could see myself candying uh, yeah, marijuana Yeah, cutting leaves. it to little strips. Yeah, I could, definitely. I, I would fucking crunch and munch on those. Yeah, I'd probably put those on top of, like, a, like a butternut squash soup or something. Candy pot leaves. That sounds really good. I know you can eat weed seeds, and they have, like, fucking omega-3 fatty acids or something along those really? lines in uh, them. I didn't know that. Uh, so I was yeah. wondering, like, what, how would how would you prepare, like, a marijuana seed? Like, you said a butternut squash soup, and I was thinking, like, I would roast, like, the squash seeds and then use them as, like, a topping so they get, like, crispy yeah, and whatnot. Yeah. And I wonder if you could do that with pot leaves, or uh, pot, pot seeds, pardon me. That might be a waste, yeah, I don't though. See, yeah, I don't, I don't see why you couldn't do that. I wonder what the flavor would be like i'm actually like really curious about that now i might have to try that yeah a couple yeah. i guess that's your your goal for this you know season of your life yeah. is to figure out what uh weed seeds taste like i i wonder if you could get someone to give you weed seeds like just like i just want to taste them <laughs> i i wonder if they would no nah, no nah, man you're trying to get a free weed seed for you to plant and make your own fucking weed like no nah, dude i'm just i just want to eat it but apparently you can, like, sprinkle it into granola or something along those lines, and you can, that's how other people, I guess, would use it. wonder if you could bake it into, like, a seed bread. Oh, probably. Or, like, an everything bagel or something. With, like, Homemade bagels. seeds on it. Yeah, yeah exactly. All right, I think that's, you know, a pleasant enough thought to end things on. Um, would you like to plug anything while you have the platform to do so? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, check out my band on Spotify. Uh, I play in a band called Ethereal Rot, and, uh, we're like a, it's like a technical black metal band, like, black and death metal. Uh, if you're into that kind of thing, definitely check it out. We got an EP on Spotify. What's the uh, name of the EP? Uh, Until Existence is Diminished Entirely. I really fucking like that. Yeah. Very, <laughs> It's a very little dark, but yeah, it's like a Lovecraftian type thing. Uh, if you enjoy Lovecraft, I have a friend for you. His name is Jesse Richards. He doesn't listen to the show, but uh, he loves Lovecraft. And uh, I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you about it after yeah, the, the show. Justin, we might have to, to bleep out his last name. But um, uh, where would you like people to find you? Bes um, if, if not on those places previously mentioned. I mean, you can find me on Facebook. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm not telling people your last name because yeah, you no, didn't tell yeah, me. Yeah. So I guess that's going to be like a fucking... Joe and a Joe Haystack. <laughs> Alrighty, um, that is all the time we have. Thank you for listening. Our theme music is The Irish Washerwoman as arranged by Maylee Charles. You can find Pot Lucky on Apple Music, Google Music, and Spotify. We also have an Instagram page. Feel free to post pictures of your smoking materials and tagging them at Pot Lucky Podcast. 
Like what we do and want to see us grow? Consider supporting us on Anchor.fm. Even 99 cents a month would be, uh... Do you have a rad adjective you'd like to share with us, Joe? Oh, I, I cut you off guard. I apologize. <laughs> like cool or, or, or groovy or rad. You got a word like that God, hanging around? Yeah, I say groovy all the time. All right, all right. That'd yeah. be pretty groovy of you. Um, you'll hear from me next week. Goodbye. Bye.